The battle was over, and Maul had lost. No sooner had the former Sith escaped Count Dooku's frigid, cold prison than he was besieged by the droid army. In a few short minutes, General Grievous overwhelmed Maul's surviving shadow collective forces on the swamp-covered world of Xanbar, driving the former Sith from the planet. Maul should have been thankful. He barely escaped with his life, but he wasn't. He was bitter, ashamed, embarrassed. And in the moments that followed, he realized something. He had no idea what to do. After surviving his duel with Obi-Wan Kenobi, over a decade prior. Maul had become one of the most powerful underworld lords in the galaxy, but with Sidious and Dooku chasing him from sector to sector, Maul hardly felt like the mighty lord of the Shadow Collective. But he had escaped, and that counted for something. A short while after jumping into hyperspace, Maul found himself sitting alone behind a circular blast door aboard the Gauntlet Fighter, wondering what he should do next. I seek your guidance, he said, as he focused his mind inward, reaching out with the Force. Do not fight me, my child, become my vessel, a voice responded. Speak to me, my beloved son. Maul's body shivered, and a plume of green smoke climbed into the sky. It was a clear sign of the ancient magic of the Dathomirian Night Sisters. Soon, a body draped in a red cloak leaned out of the smoke. It was Mother Talzin. I have done as you wished. The power I amassed lured your enemy, Sidious. He captured me, but I escaped his grasp. Maul reported back. It was true. Sidious and Dooku had captured the Dathomirian and kept him locked away in a secret prison in one of the most remote planets in the galaxy. But Maul's Mandalorian commandos tracked him down. We must, we must assume that he allowed you to break, to break free, free. Talzin warned, her talon-like fingers bobbing up and down in the air as the recycled air of the gauntlet fighter pushed the smoke around. With Sidious, nothing, nothing is ever as it ever seems. She was right. Maul all too often assumed his victories were his and his alone. The Dathomirian was a powerful force user and a frightening lightsaber opponent, but neither of those skills played a role in his escape from the prison and later from Grievous' surprise attack on Xanbar. It was all part of Darth Sidious' scheme. He wanted Maul to run free so that he could reach out to Mother Talzin and lure the dark side witch out of hiding. Sidious feared the Dathomirian Night Sister almost as much as he feared the power of the Jedi. She was the only being in the galaxy who could possibly rival his future claim as Emperor, and she needed to die. The problem was, Sidious had no idea where she was. And that's ultimately why the powerful Sith allowed Maul to live, to find out what hole that witch was hiding in. But Talzin was no fool. Sidious will expect you to retreat to my protection, she warned Maul. We will not do this. Lead your fleet to Ord Mantell. Your allies, Black Sun, have a stronghold there. Gather your strength and prepare yourself. Maul accepted her orders, but he wanted more. Showing a rarely seen, vulnerable Side, the former Sith softly asked, Will you meet me there, mother? But as the green mist evaporated and Talzin's red cloak disappeared, a cold voice simply replied, I will, I will not. Tempted to dwell on Talzin's rejection, Maul quickly swept his disappointment away. Turning to the cockpit windows of his gauntlet fighter, Maul could see a familiar purple orb drawing closer and closer Ord Mantell, one of the most profitable trading worlds in the galaxy. Ord Mantell was also famously home to some of the the most violent criminals as well. Corpo the Hutt, for one, ran an underground casino tucked away behind an alley most visitors would never notice. And Maul's own allies, Black Sun and the Pike Syndicate, controlled their own slice of the smugglers' networks on the planet. It was the perfect place for Maul to reassemble his strength and strike back against Count Dooku and General Grievous in a counterattack. As soon as his starship landed on a small circular pad outside of the city, the Dathomirian ran to meet his shadow collective captains. You inspire us all, Lord Maul. 
but do you truly intend to fight Count Dooku and his separatist legions? The Black Sun underboss asked, as soon as Maul had finished his presentation. In older times, Maul might have severed his head from his neck for daring to question his wisdom in front of his subjects, but Maul was willing to entertain the pike. Their forces are mindless droids, Zaiten Maj, Maul began. These clone wars have vastly overextended Dooku and General Grievous. They are more vulnerable than they realize. As Maul clenched his fist and further lectured his subordinates on his attack plan, the crowd of Shadow Collective members seemed to grow increasingly doubtful. But in a single pike, the major domo of Marg Kim piped up. They remain unaware of our true numbers. A valid point, and one that seemed to sway the Black Sun leadership. Precisely, Fife. We can attack them directly. When Dooku and Grievous arrive, we'll be waiting to trap them in their own net. Maul gave them the final push to his point of view. With that, the meeting was over. General Grievous and Count Dooku were only hours away. They couldn't quite figure out where Darth Maul was headed. Not at first, at least. After Mother Talzin finished communing with Maul, she dispatched a squad of Night Brother warriors to Ord Mantell, and their ship led the entire Jord army to Maul's doorstep. But back on the surface of the criminal world, Maul pointed at a hollow projector, which brought a scale version of the city to life. He directed his Death Watch, Pike Syndicate, and Black Sun warriors on the specific tactics they would employ. We lure them into the choke points here. Use their numbers against them, Maul dictated, painfully aware of his failure on Zanbar. His arrogance cost him dearly that day, and nearly brought his plot to kill Sidious to an end. Maul swore that he wouldn't make the same mistake twice. This time, Dooku and Grievous assumed that they had the upper hand, and Maul would make them suffer for it. Light years away, General Grievous stood at the bridge of his command ship, the Invisible Hand. Watching the warped blue lights swirl around him, the commander warmly anticipated the upcoming battle, hoping to bring an end to another one of the Separatist enemies. When the Dreadnought quickly lurched and jumped out of hyperspace, he took only a second to give the order. Fire! Grievous commanded, and all at once the droid fleet turned their massive turbolasers at the surface of Ord Mantell and began pulverizing its cities. Grievous didn't care how many sentients he killed, how many innocents died and the fire rained down upon them. The Kalish cyborg was desperate to defeat Maul, and if thousands died in the process, well, that was acceptable. Once the city had been reduced to ruins, Grievous signaled his B-2 platoons to begin the ground invasion. Maul watched the troops descend to the surface, in the safety of his own gauntlet fighter. Everything was proceeding as he had planned. With Grievous's army overcommitted to the world below, Maul took his Shadow Collective fleet and charged the Separatist flagship. The Separatists turned their turrets to fire against the Mandalorian starships, but disengaging from the orbital bombardment was a slow process, allowing Maul to break through. Prepare boarding party. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The Dathomirian commanded as he touched down on the invisible hand. We're going to take this fight to 
Grievous. With his dark saber in hand, Maul plunged the blade's tip into the Dreadnought's hull, carving a hole for his commandos to enter. On the surface below, the Shadow Collective found the updated Separatist droids to be a challenge. Even though they knew the layout of the city far better than the invading force, the droid's superior numbers chiseled away at Maul's alliance until only a handful were left. Even the Dathomirian Knight Brothers, who Maul had commanded to trap Count Dooku, were faring poorly. With his crimson lightsaber and the power of Force Lightning, the elderly Sith apprentice savagely cut through them. Soon, Dooku found himself with only a single opponent left. As they clashed above the piles of severed limbs and bodies on the ground below, Dooku coldly threatened, Know this, Brother Visku, I will destroy you, then Mole, and finally, Tolson. Back on the Invisible Hand, General Grievous grew more and more frustrated by his losses. They have boarded our ship, a distressed droid reminded the Separatist commander. Before he had a chance to finish his next sentence, a voice boomed from behind. One warning. Disconnect the droid's command signal or die. Maul had arrived. With a single force push, he sent the B-1 battle droids that guarded Grievous flying into the command consoles, and in another sudden move, he tackled Grievous himself. As Maul pinned the white armored Separatist against the transparent viewing portal of the Dreadnought, he extended the black blade of his Darksaber and pressed it against Grievous's throat. The general's two yellow eyes stared back, emotionless, slowly weighing whether he should yield or sacrifice his life so the droids could win the battle. Back in the underbelly of Ord Mantel, Count Dooku was finishing his duel against the final knight brother. Your people will be but a memory, he said, placing his crimson blade an inch away from Viscus's throat. That's far enough, Dooku, a Mandalorian voice shouted. When Dooku turned to look, he could see the entire Shadow Collective army had survived the conflict above. It appeared that Grievous had been convinced by Maul's threat. The general had disengaged the droids, and now the only living member of the Separatist army on the surface of the world was Count Dooku against hundreds of Mandalorians, Pikes, and Black Sun thugs. With no other choice, Dooku surrendered, joining Grievous in defeat. In a matter of days, Maul had managed to turn his losing campaign around. Even though the Dathomirian was devastated and embarrassed from his poorly run battle on Zanbar, he more than made up for it by capturing both members of the Separatist leadership on Ord Mantell, a feat that not even the Republic and its Jedi were capable of doing. It kind of makes me wonder if Dooku could have taken out all of those people at once. I feel like maybe in another time he could have, perhaps if it was Sidious with him, he definitely could have. You know, a simple force push like Mace Windu did in the original Clone Wars show, the 2D one, where he decimated all of those super battle droids. Anyway, stay tuned for part three, and I will eventually compile all four parts into one long video for you as well. This is one of my favorite comic runs, and I highly recommend you go grab this issue if you want, or the entire collection. And I really, really hope that they turn this into an animated show, or they just turn it into, you know, like a, a four or eight part series where we get essentially the comic played out in Clone Wars style animation. I think they'll eventually do this, you know, they're gonna eventually run out of stuff and I feel like this is a huge story for them to cover and to animate and I think a lot of fans would really get a kick out of it. Thanks for watching today's comic video, leave a like if you did enjoy it and I'll see you for the next one. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you, always.